government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. This morning, I think he had some policy meetings, uh, also a PDB meeting. Um, he um, later this afternoon, uh, I think, is doing some remarks review. I, there are some days that we spend some time uh, doing internal meetings and discussions uh, with policy experts, with policy leaders, um, and that's that's what's happening today. He would say he doesn't have nearly enough time of free time on his schedule because it is packed, no matter whether people see him or not. Oh, it's packed, all right. His packed all right. His pants from soiling himself as he walks around the White House lawns or wherever his fake set is this week, eating his ice cream, looking like a man that should definitely, definitely be in a nursing home, not the White House. Jen Psaki got a little, uh, she didn't know what to answer there because there's nothing that she can say. Here we are on the brink of war, thanks to Democrats. Here we are on the brink of war, thanks to the Democratic Party with Russia. We're on the brink of war in many other ways, economically and maybe not physically yet with soldiers and stuff like that, but definitely with information and economic uh, and, and, and economically with China. We have inflation all the way through the roof. Everybody's uh, struggling just to make it. Gas prices through the roof. Shelves are empty. I don't care what any left-wing media tells you. They are. You know it. You don't need the media to tell you whether the shelves are empty or not, you know because you go grocery shopping every single week. 
Now, I'd like to play you exactly how this press conference should have gone and what the public was allowed to see. Let's replay the actual version of how I saw Jen Psaki answering these questions. Check this out. Today, aside from the PDB, can you shed any light on, on how he's spending his day? Uh, well, let's see. Um, this morning, I think he had some policy meetings, uh, also a PDB meeting. Uh, <laughs> um, he um, later this afternoon, uh, I think, is doing some remarks review. <laughs> he would say he doesn't have nearly enough time of free time on his schedule because it is packed no matter whether people see him or not. And that's what it's all about, ladies and gentlemen. He's got to make sure he gets his ice cream. Look, I don't know if any of you have had a grandmother, a mother, or a father that's in a nursing home, but one thing that I think we can all say for sure is that the elderly love ice cream. My grandmother and my grandfather, they reached an age where ice cream was just a thing every single day. They had to have some ice cream either at night or in the afternoon, maybe at the diner, because when I was growing up, diners and barber shops were like the cornerstone of the community. You know what I mean? Nowadays, it's hard to find a barbershop, hard to find a diner. Remember, that's where you'd go and get all your political advice, all of your economic advice, all of your, your life advice, and that's where you could go and vent was the barbershop and the diner. Well, if you were a guy, I guess, the barbershop. Not too many women went to the barbershop back then, but you see what I'm saying? It's, it, this, this, if, if you watch the video of him eating ice cream yesterday, he literally looked like an elderly person in a nursing home or in an assisted living facility the way he eats. He shuffles along, hunched over. He cannot walk very fast. He cannot walk with a stride. Everything is very slow, calculated moves. He's got his arms up like Beavis from Beavis and Butthead. TP for me, bong right? Remember that? Remember that cartoon? He looks in rough shape, and that's the worst part about it is I get it. You want to puppet this guy around and pretend he's president? Fine. We get your game. We understand what you're trying to do. We understand the election was stole. We understand all of that. We also understand where we're going and you don't see it coming, which is our greatest uh, advantage is how dumb the left really is. They just don't see it coming. Thank you for the morning rumble donations. God bless you guys. Thank you for understanding how much it costs to do this business. I appreciate it. So they don't see it coming, and I get it. They want to give him his ice cream. They want to shut him up. They want to keep him juiced up just long enough to be able to answer a few questions at a press conference. You see what happens when he sits out there for an hour or longer. He completely crumbles. I get all that. But what bothers me about all of this is our enemies. And our enemies are looking at the United States right now, and it's not just Russia. It's Russia. It's Iran. It's Afghanistan. It's the Taliban. ISIS is starting to make a comeback. It's China. North Korea, all of these people are looking at us and going, oh, this is our time. This is our opportunity. Look at the man can't even, look at my chocolate ice cream, everybody. I got hairy legs. And, 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 and I turned blonde and a son and, and, I, and, I, eat, and I eat ice cream with the, with the Blafrican Amer- Americans. And, and I love Blafrican Americans when I said, um, that's the kind of, that, that's what we want the rest of the world to see. At least keep it quiet. At least keep it private. Like they used to do with FDR and other presidents when they did not want the world to see the weakness of wheelchairs and the, un- and the inability to be able to walk and all that. They hid it as much as possible. They didn't. They didn't want the world to see our weakness. But here we have this. Oh, wow. It's, it's shameful. It really is just shameful. 
So the cold open was how it really went. And the second video was how I saw it play out when Jen was like, well, he's got a, he's got a meeting. He's got, a, uh, he's, got a, he's got this meeting, and then he's going over there, and he's got that meeting. And then she's like, wow, he, there's literally nothing that he does that's of importance whatsoever. What do I do? But if he was here, he would tell you that he doesn't have enough time in a day because he's such a busy little guy. Who's a busy little guy? Who's a busy little boy that might want some ice cream? You want to go for an ice cream ride? You want a busy little man? I want to go for an ice cream ride. I swear they probably talk to him like he's a child. You want some ice cream? You go out there and you answer the questions properly and you tell them that you're not allowed to and we'll get your big boy some ice cream. A African American ice cream. Can't wait. Get some ice cream. Juice him up. Shut him up. Quick. Juice him up. Oh, everybody. Hi, the president of America. And then about an hour later, he just falls. <laughs> You're right. You are right. Tim says counting that $31 million that he got from the CCP. You are correct, my friend. I do want to bring you some uh, some other quick news uh, just quickly uh, before we get to uh, the Lord's Prayer and shout outs. Um, GoFundMe is holding six million dollars of donations to the truckers who have decided to boycott over vaccine mandates, which is one of the most inspiring, inspiring acts of courage that I have seen in for a long time. And it's a great way to start out 2022. I understand it'll put the crunch on all of us, but guess what? You and I, you and I lived, we we grew up poor or maybe middle-class. You and I understand how to struggle. Okay. You and I understand hard lives. You and I understand hardships. Guess what? We lean on God. It's not, it, it isn't anything new to us. It isn't anything new to us. Shut it down. Stop the gears of this country. Shut it down. But here you have GoFundMe holding $6 million that were donated to these truckers so that they could at least pay some bills and make a living and organize what they're trying to do here. And the great part about it is, is now there are 700 American truckers who have joined with them in this shutting down the gears of industry in this country until they bend their knee to our demands because it is we the people. This is a government founded for the people and by the people. So a big shout out to those truckers and the people in the railroad industry that are about ready to follow. And it's about ready. You better tighten up, folks. We better tighten some stuff up. I think we're going to be fine, though. We are smart enough to get through this. And we're also, we also understand why this needs to be done. The ends do justify the means in this situation. But here you have another corporate cancel uh, woke company just like PayPal in GoFundMe and they're holding $6 million. Who wants some ice cream? Unbelievable. Anyway, before we get to that, I want to let you guys know that our goal to get back to 100% of our monthly donations is all... We, we could actually, if we, if we really, really did it well, if we really, uh, if, if a few of you really just said, you know what, I'm going to buckle down, I'm, I maybe was on the fence, or I already sent my donation, we're almost back to 50%, folks. My goal is to get back to 50% by the end of the day tomorrow. So if you've been on the fence and you're wondering if I should or if I shouldn't and you got a little extra, it would help. It'll get us back to 50%. And again, I just want you to know, since this is your network and your business, that we are funded through March right now. 
but I would love to get that uh, back up to 100% uh, by the middle of March. That would be really incredible. But by God's will and God will provide. I just want to keep you guys in tune and up to date with what we're doing. And also, I want to ask for your permission on something. We're, we're, at, we're facing another uh, decision here, and uh, I don't want to make this decision without consulting all of you first. And there's a number of ways that you can let me know, but there's another business that we have an opportunity to partner with. It'll not only bring their awareness up, it'll bring my awareness and the show, uh, the show's awareness up, and it'll also help as we work together to maybe uh, create some extra revenue for each one of us, and that is the Brave American. Now, I know you guys have seen me... Um, I know you've seen me play the commercials for the Brave American before. They're the company that makes the American flag crosses, the American flag wooden structures, and all this beautiful patriotic uh, stuff for your home, decor, uh, indoor and outdoor decor. They're a great company. Uh, they have, um, I think he said 12, in, or no, 25 employees, excuse me, and every one of them are veterans. Every single one of them are veterans. They have a warehouse. They grew from nothing to something great, and they're doing really, really good work. So if you guys just want to check them out, the Brave American, we have an opportunity here to partner with them like we're partnered with MyPillow and like we're partnered with PatriotFoods.com. It's just an all-boats-rise situation. I've had conversations with them. Uh, we're, we're, we're kind of in the midst of those conversations right now, but I let them know that I needed to ask for your permission. And to see if you guys thought it was a good idea, it's pretty much just promo code stuff. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll show some stuff from them once in a while. They'll show some stuff from ours, and uh, we'll have promo codes back and forth. So if that is something that you guys would like to do to help alleviate some, maybe some of the monthly donations, then uh, I, I think it's a good idea to do. But again, asking all of you, please let me know, okay? All right, let's get to the verse of the day today because it is a... It's an amazing, today was an amazing morning. It was amazing time with God this morning. And I titled this morning's newsletter, This Is Your Only Chance. This is your only chance. Now, this is kind of long-winded, but I think every one of you need to hear this because it is incredible. It is incredible what I witnessed while reading this this morning and what God spoke onto my heart, and I want to pass that on to you. Hello and good morning. How are all of you? That's how I started this out. What a blessing that we get every single morning to be able to wake up and have each other to speak to. Not only in this newsletter, but also twice a day while we are live on the show. Have you ever been part of a family or a group that is more amazing than this LFA family? I mean, think about all the groups you've been on Facebook. Think about all the different social media platforms you have. Have you ever been part of something so pure, so amazing, so real, and so uh, filled with the Holy Spirit? I know I haven't. Look at what we've accomplished for the Lord, folks. The Lord blessed all of us with this program that speaks the truth and the gospel directly to us personally. He granted your prayers as well as mine. You don't think for years that I wanted a show that I could watch or listen to um, that, that wasn't just another talking head? You don't think that I wanted a show that preached the gospel and the truth about the politics in our nation without some kind of hidden agenda? Of course I did. Ladies and gentlemen, that show was live from America. And God had plans to answer all of our prayers the entire time. This is why we were brought through so many ups and downs. To get us ready for what we are seeing and hearing today. I just never knew that I would be the one that he used to help complete the mission. I just didn't. That is why I say every day when I talk to you guys that I am blessed and I am honored to do this show for him and for all of you. 
So thank you all very much. And remember, as a donor, you do get 20% off all items on the online store all the time. Verse of the day, Isaiah 55, 3, 6. Come to me with your ears wide open. Listen and you will still find life. I will make an everlasting covenant with you. I will give you all the unfailing love I promised to David. See how I used him to display my power among the peoples. It reminds me of what he's doing with us. I made him a leader among the nations. You also will command nations. You do not know. The peoples unknown to you will come running to obey because I, the Lord, your God, the Holy One of Israel, have made you glorious. Seek the Lord while you can find him. Call on him now while he is near. That last part. Woo! Now, this brought me to tears this morning, especially that last line. That last line that said, seek the Lord and you will find him. Call on him now while he is near. It's telling us to not miss our opportunity. So many people think that they have enough time to get into a relationship with Christ and that they will, uh, they'll get to it someday. You're not promised another second on this earth as you know it. That is why Christians speak to non-believers with such urgency. Not because we are pushy or rude. Not because we think that we are better than you. It's because we see a locomotive of death coming your way at a high speed. And we're trying to get your attention in order to get you out of the way to save your life. Now, if we could just tackle you in order to save you, then we would. But that would be assault and we would be put in prison. It's the epitome of having free will. You, you must make this decision to open your ears to hear us. We're not crazy. We are concerned. People do not understand this, though, and you need to be patient with them. It's just as Jesus said on that cross when he uttered, Forgive them, Lord, they know not what they do. As we start another year, just be grateful that you are a child of God and fear not when you get the opportunity to evangelize or even to just say, God bless you when you are at the bank or you're checking out at a grocery store. Because ladies and gentlemen, you never know who needs to hear it at that exact moment. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. And what a great verse to read. What a great uh, uh, few verses to read from Isaiah this morning. It really, really, really put a lot of things into perspective for me. And it really reassured me that what we're about to do here on Live from America as a group, as a family, as children of God, is about ready to blow up. And everybody's going to say, wow, how did I never know about this? And we're going to bring more people back to Christ this year than any of us ever dreamed. We're going to raise money and help people out of poverty, help people out of a bad situation more than we've ever dreamed. This is not all for nothing. All of your donations have not gone for nothing. This, this is the Lord's work. And as long as I'm in this seat, that's what it will continue to be. And you have my promise on that. Now, before we go to the Lord's Prayer, I want you guys to think of corn pop for us, Tabitha. A while back, uh, we found out that we were going to get our first Live from America baby. Now, I have held off on this for a long time, and I know that Tabitha, Corn Pop, gave permission to talk about this a while back now, but it's just, it has not, God has not weighed on my heart for me to tell you about this. But they lost their baby, 
They lost our first life from America, baby, and their, fa- and, and, and their first child. And I know what that's like. I know what it's like to have a miscarriage in a family, and I know what it's like to have an abortion. I know the feeling of losing your child. There's nothing that I can say that's going to ease that pain for you. But I will tell you. I will tell you. That God can ease that pain for you guys. Jesus can ease that pain for you in a way that I and nobody else on this show could do. I am so sorry that that happened to you. But someday, as much as you don't think so right now, someday you'll look back on this and you'll say, you know what, if that never happened, you know, the rest. Sorry, guys. That's a hard one. That's a hard one to deal with. We love you guys. If there's anything that you need, you just let us know, okay? Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats. Show honor to God while we pray for everybody. Keep everybody in our hearts. Corn Pop, Don, Donnie C, everybody, all of us out there. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. You guys, one thing about this show, like I said, we laugh together, we cry together, we go through ups and downs together, we grow together, and we grow in our faith for Jesus Christ together, and that will never change. That will never, ever change. All right, shed those tears, let's put our chests out, and let's handle business This is live from America. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. This is January 26th, year of our Lord, 2022, and we're about ready to rumble here on Live from America, and it's going to be one heck of a show for you, so I hope you're ready, because here we go. First and foremost, we've got breaking news, ladies and gentlemen, out of Arizona as their legislative session is now underway. The Arizona Senate committee passed seven, ladies and gentlemen, count them, one, two, three, four, one, one election security law, two election security law, three, they passed seven election integrity security bills, ladies and gentlemen. 
including ballot fraud countermeasures. Ballot images will be public record. This is going to be a game changer, and this what was what the, all the work was for. Look, there's nothing more we can do with Attorney General Mark Burnovich. He has everything that he needs in order to conduct and finish a proper investigation. And from what I'm hearing, from what I'm hearing behind the scenes from Mark Fincham and others, is that Attorney General Mark Burnovich in Arizona last week and coming into this week has been hauling people in to the AG's uh, to the AG's uh, special investigation office that, um, that that's handling this by the droves. Like they've been pulling people in left and right, and it's not being reported. It's not being reported even by right wing because it's not nobody knows about it. There's hardly anybody that knows about it to report on it. So I'm reporting on it right now to you and letting you know that AG uh, um, Mark Burnovich is actually been really busy lately. I don't know where that goes, but that's not the focus right now. The focus right now is to be so incredibly happy that we've got the blessing of all of our work for one full year paying off, and that is these election security laws that are going to make it literally impossible for them to cheat, at least on the scale in which they did uh, in 2020. This is huge news, folks. This is beautiful, beautiful, big breaking news. Let's get into it. The Arizona audit discovered evidence of over 700,000 ballot discrepancies and law violations that occurred during the 2020 presidential election. And the Arizona legislature is working to secure these elections for 2022 and beyond. Many in the legislature took to recall or excuse me, look to recall the fraudulent 2020 presidential and vice presidential electors in this legislative session. They told you they were going to do it, and they're doing it. The audit is still going on, but the Arizona Senate delivered action, ladies and gentlemen. Action, action, action. Election-changing evidence of fraud to Attorney General uh, Attorney General Mike Burnovich four months ago, and Arizona still anxiously awaits the results of this criminal investigation. However, however, the call to action days before the government committee considered 12 bills, eight of which passed and will now move to the Senate floor after additional hearings. Okay, I want to show you a picture of what the uh, I want to show you a picture of what the room looked like. This was the room and it abrupt and it just erupted, ladies and gentlemen, in standing ovations and cheers when these seven election security bills passed. Beautiful sight to see. The brand new election security measures received loud rounds of applause. Attendees in the meeting were asked to do jazz hands instead of clapping to keep order in the meeting room. How can you when such great things are happening? Trump endorsed Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake was in the building and she also spoke on the bill. On Monday, the Senate Government Committee voted yes on SB 1008, SB 1009, 1012, 1013, 1054, 1119, 1120, and 1133. Seven bills passed concentrated on the elections. The remaining bills were rescheduled for the committee due to time. Only to time, because more bills would have passed. The newly passed legislation covers recount margins, adds currency grade fraud measures to ballots, makes ballot images public records. That's huge. A lot of people don't know what that means. That is huge. That means you'll be able to go see who you voted for, and it's going to be there or not. And if it's not, somebody's 
Somebody's butt is in, is, is in big trouble. And it'll be a matter of public records. You'll be able to be able to... Um, these ballot images of, of being public record will be a game changer. It'll just be a game changer. Prevents elections by mail and fights illegal voters using the federal-only loophole. Republicans on this committee outnumbered Democrats four to three, and every bill passed right on party lines, just like it's expected. And the swamp donkey Democrats did not vote for one single election uh, integrity measure. What does that tell you about their integrity? If passed in full... SB 1119-1120 will make ballot images available to voters and require ballots to be printed with ballot fraud countermeasures, kind of like your dollar bill. These bills are designed to make elections fully transparent with an auditable trace of secure ballots. It's reported that these election integrity measures unveiled by Arizona State Representative and Trump-endorsed candidate for Secretary of State Mark Fincham, Arizona Senate Majority Whip Sonny Borelli introduced these bills into the Senate. And, you know, that's, that's a great thing about Sonny Borelli. I want to get him on the show. We need to get Sonny Borelli on the show. And I don't need you guys to go flood his stuff and say, go on, Jeremy Harrell. I have ties to Sonny Borelli. We'll get him on the show because that guy, what a courageous fighter. And you know what? He fought for the United States military. He fought for all of us uh, before, and he's doing it again. What a fighter. This guy told you in the beginning, I am moving towards literally making sure this never happens again, come hell or high water. And everybody got sick and tired of, of the same old, same old videos and videos. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. Yeah, we're getting there. But we as Americans, we're like, we want it now. Well, ladies and gentlemen, patience is a virtue. And good things come to those who wait. I know your parents and grandparents told you that when you grew up, and it could not be more true with Sonny Borelli. That guy is on fire. I love that guy, and he's got a future in politics as far as he wants to go in this country, if you ask me, okay? Ballots do not contain voters' personal information, and they will remain anonymous but publicly available for the 22-month record retention period under SB 1119. Quote, we vote in private, but we count in public, and your ballot is a public record, and it should be made that transparent, said Arizona State Senator Sonny Borelli. Now, Carrie Lake has also commented on the bill saying, quote, I'm going to be on the ballot, and I'm worried about what happened to President Trump happening to me and others, Democratic, a Democrat and Republican. And I urge you to support this bill and any other bill that would shore up our elections. SB um, 11120 will require counties to use a standardized ballot with 19 different security features, including a holographic design and a watermark. Remember all that talk about watermarks, folks? Remember all that conversation right after the election when I still wasn't doing this show and I was just still holding a phone in front of my face and I was talking about watermarks on bills, watermarks on uh, ballots, I mean? Ended up being that people took that and said, you know what? That's a good idea. We need to do this. Now, we were led to believe that there were already ballots in certain states that had these. We were already led to believe that. So I guess one piece of gossip turns into reality after all. So check this out. 19 security features, including holographic design and watermarks. The new ballots will also have what? QR codes that enable voters to track their votes using their smartphone. The bill will standardize the ballots and make it easier to audit the vote. The Arizona-led audit of Maricopa County discovered that the county used 10 different paper types in the 2020 elections. 
ballots should be standardized in a way that cannot be replicated. You think? You think? Now, if Greta Thunberg, <laughs> if Greta Thunberg was here, she'd say, How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> the estimated cost is a mere 25 cents per ballot. Ladies and gentlemen, is there a better way to start off a show? <laughs> is there a better way to start off the show? Let me just do this. Let me hold my coffee cup up and say, look, Arizona, we love you. Arizona, you have inspired us. All of you Arizonans, everybody that's within that state, if it wasn't for you and the forensic audit, the perfect forensic audit that you guys uh, created in Arizona, then we would not be seeing all of this play out in each and every state. And if it wasn't for Arizona leading the way on that, then we wouldn't be uh, experiencing all of these, you know, forensic audits that are about ready to come in all these other states. And we dang sure wouldn't experience being able to put watermarks, QR codes, and everything else in ballots. So Arizona, you led the way on this. Thank you very much. After all this time, this is great news, and I knew once these legislative sessions started, it was going to be rumble time, and it sure is. (laughs) How dare you? (laughs) How dare you? All right, we got more breaking news. Folks, coming out of Wisconsin, this came at 8 p.m. last night. Actually, I think it came at 8.19 is when I first saw it. Huge breaking news coming out of the state of Wisconsin at 8 o'clock last night. The Wisconsin Assembly voted to advance Representative Ramthan's resolution to do what? Reclaim the Wisconsin electors for president and vice president that were certified under fraudulent purposes. Oh, things are happening, folks. Now, don't get your hopes up yet because I'm going to come right back after the story with a little bit of bad news. Not much, but still, this is huge news, and we're going to get into this right now as well. So let's, <clears throat> let's get into this story. I, I'm just so excited about all this. I'm sorry. We've worked so hard. It's hard not to be excited about it. Here we go. The Wisconsin Assembly voted unanimously, excuse me, in a voice vote in a privileged resolution to move forward Representative Rampton's resolution to reclaim, that means take back the state electors that were fraudulently certified and sent to D.C. for Joe Joe Biden and cackling Kamala Harris to reclaim Wisconsin's 10 electors for U.S. president and vice president who were certified under fraudulent purposes. The voice vote was unanimously passed, uh, was unanimous, excuse me, and passed the assembly earlier uh, last night. The legislation will now move forward to the Wisconsin Rules Committee and to the Wisconsin Senate. So it goes to both at the same time. This legislation was introduced by Representative Timothy Ramthan. So folks, if you live in Wisconsin, heck, if you don't live in Wisconsin, then call Representative Timothy Ramthan. You can find his number very, very easily. Reach out to him And let him know how much that you appreciate his fighting for this country. Let him know. Give him some encouragement because it takes courage to introduce bills like this, especially when you're in politics because anybody can destroy your move or your your job at any time. And you know what? You know what, ladies and gentlemen? One thing that we have to never do is give up our hope and stop fighting. Once we don't, once we stop fighting and once we don't have a reason to fight, once we give up that hope, then nothing happens. And, And you know what? I'm going to say this right now before I move on. I'm going to say this right now. If none of this happened, let's say that they were not able to steal the presidency 
in the way that they did, and all of this wasn't exposed. Let's just say President Trump rightfully won like he did, and none of this was an issue because we would not have fought, we would not have dug into this like we did. Imagine if that never happened. We would go on the rest of our lives. The Democrats would have said, you know what, we'll just kick this one down the road for four years, and we'll pick up right back where we left off, just like they did in 2016 and 2020. We would have kicked the can down the road, and we would have never, ever, 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 as we the people, put these election security measures into place, and we would have been living a lie for the rest of our lives. Our kids would have been living lies for the rest of our lives. So I look at this as a thing that needed to happen. This was a necessity. If this had not happened, we would not be doing this today. Yes, I know it stinks. I know Biden is illegitimate. I know that we have terrible problems in this country because of it. But, again, I believe that in the end, we will look back on this and go, wow, I am so glad that happened. Because none of this would be possible. None of this would be possible. All right. How it happened, Representative Rantham bravely called for a point of order on Tuesday during an open session of the Wisconsin Assembly. Just like that. Nothing else than just say, yeah, point of order, and then he verbally put it out there. He did this by asking for a privileged resolution. And this is why I want to be a state rep so bad, folks, because you have so much power to be able to get things done. His legislation was referred to the Rules Committee per parliamentary rules. Then debate continued on existing Bill 743 in the Assembly. The resolution was privileged. This way, they were able to do a vote within the session that was currently in place. And the result was all yes, a unanimous vote to move the legislation to the Rules Committee in the hands of Speaker Voss. (laughs) So Speaker Voss and the rest of the representatives have 10 days to answer back on whether he's going to push it to the floor for a vote. It is not clear yet what the Wisconsin Senate will do, okay? Representative Rantham used the rule book, used the Constitution, and was fearless. That is why this man needs our encouragement. He went out there in front of everybody, stopped the session, and said, I am a state legislator, and I want you to hear this because that's what the constituents are asking me to do. Like a boss just walked in and said, whoa, 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 whoa. Back up the uniparty truck for a minute, please. Back it on up. I am a legislator. This is what my constituents are asking me to do. And this is what we're going to do. That took guts. The assembly voted on the resolution to have a passage to the rules committee to get an opinion to move forward. They could have tabled it if they wanted to. They didn't, even to hear it. But because it was found privileged, they had no choice. That's why you got to, oh, you got to know the Constitution so well if you're in this position. And now the legislative, uh, the legislation moves to the Rules Committee. Now this is where we might run into some trouble, folks, because this is where I told you the bad news comes. Because the Rules Committee is chaired by a retiring rhino loser by the name of Jim Steinick, or Steinicky, I really don't know how he pronounces it right. But Jim, we're going to call him Jim Steinick. Jim Steinick says there is zero chance that I will pass this. There is zero chance, he said, that he will pass Representative Rantham's resolution to decertify the 2020 election. Now, that's not the end-all, be-all, not in any case whatsoever. This is just another bump. This is just another speed bump of a human being in the way to us uh, getting to the end of what we've been fighting for. 
Like I said, this is just another speed bump of a human being trying to thwart off what our job is. Yesterday, the legislation did the vote to reclaim Wisconsin electors and was advanced to the Rules Committee, like I just said. Before the night was over, though, corrupt Republican Representative Jim Steinick already announced there was no way he will approve this resolution, and he did it by tweet. Oh, you want to jump on your precious little Twitter and be a tough guy? You're retiring, loser. You might be retiring sooner than you think. The Wisconsin representative Rampton was working for the people of Wisconsin and America and getting to the bottom of the 2020 election results that were certified in the state. And uh, like I said, he introduced that legislation. He introduced that uh, that uh, that that uh, legislation in order to be uh, debated. And he did it with such courage, ladies and gentlemen, such courage. But immediately following the unanimous unanimous vote and and uh, um excuse me, immediately following the unanimous voice vote, Republican Representative Jim Steinick tweeted, there was no way he was going to advance the resolution of the Rules Committee, out of the Rules Committee, where he is the chair. Steinick is a realtor, not a constitutional attorney. Matter of fact, his tweet says, I'll show you his tweet. Here it is. Here's his tweet right here. He says, Representative Rantham just passed or just attempted to pass an assembly resolution to recall Wisconsin's presidential electors. Not only is it illegal, this is where he's wrong because he doesn't know anything. It's just plain unconstitutional, he says. As chair of the rules committee, there is zero, ooh, big capital letters there, tough guy, calm down, dork. Zero chance I will advance this uh, illegal resolution. Well, that's really odd. That's odd that it's, you're calling it illegal when it was unanimously voted for and the people of Wisconsin want it. Wow. Steinick has announced that he would not be running for re-election, no doubt, because he knew that he was going to get hammered on in the primaries. It will be interesting to see what Speaker Voss and the rest of the committee do. But in the meantime, in the meantime, here are the Wisconsin Assembly Rules committee members i want you guys if you have to rewind this later on take it back get these names get them call them and tell them what you want representative voss representative august representative peterson vorbical googslitch title plumber dietrich neubauer hesselbein spritzer Subic, Pope, and Balde. How can you help? You can contact the Rules Committee members and you can tell them to put the resolution through. This is the action item of the day. Every one of us are going to do this today, at least once. It is Steinecke? Okay, thank you very much, Laterer. I appreciate that. It is Steinecke. Okay, thank you. You can reach your legislators by calling the legislative hotline in Madison, and here's the number for you guys, okay? It's 266-9960 in Wisconsin. If you want to call toll-free, like if you're calling from another state, here's the number for you. 1-800, somebody please put this down in the comment sections and get her in Rumble. 1-800-362-9472. Again, 1-800-362-9472. 800-362-9472. Speaker Voss can be contacted at this number. You guys ready? Here we go. 
Please put this in the comment section so people can copy it. Speaker Voss, this is the guy we really, really need. And we're going to talk about Speaker Voss in the next, in the next story. Speaker Voss, 608-266-3387. One more time, 608-266-3387. Thank you guys very much for putting that in there. Now, speaking of Speaker Voss... Speaker Voss has refused to say whether he supports the election drop boxes that were just ruled illegal in his state. That were just ruled illegal. Now, before this ruling, where they ruled these drop boxes illegal, he was on the record for pushing for more drop boxes. But then, old daddy Trump came out with a, with a, uh, with a statement, and that switched Speaker Voss's rhetoric real quick. Because he's a coward. Wisconsin Speaker Voss won't say if he supports legalizing election drop boxes after President Trump's message over the weekend. Speaker Voss, who supported drop boxes in 2020, was caught over the weekend secretly pushing for more drop boxes. I reported on this on Monday in legislation being developed for this year's Wisconsin legislature. After President Trump discovered Voss's actions, he contacted Speaker Voss personally. It was reported on Sunday that Vox in Wisconsin was secretly pushing for more election drop boxes in the state. These things are magnets for fraud, folks, as anyone can drop anything into them and get away with it, as we've seen on video and as we already are following what's going on with the crime syndicate in Georgia that transcends Georgia and goes to other states as well. President Trump shared our article below three times, said the Gateway Pundit, and his daily statements to his millions of followers since Sunday. Wisconsin's Assembly Speaker Robin Voss refused to say yesterday whether he would support legalizing absentee ballot boxes in the battleground state after former President Donald J. Trump spoke out against it. And you know what I hate is when people say former President Donald J. Trump. I hate saying it. I hate it. Just like I hate calling Tony Fauci a doctor. Voss in 2020 voiced his support for the absentee ballot drop boxes while arguing against collection of ballots in Madison Parks by election workers. Okay. Since the loss, Republicans have focused focused on limiting the use of absentee ballot boxes, which saw increases used in 2020 largely due to the pandemic, which the Democrats definitely exploited. Wisconsin, Wisconsin's top election officials testified last year that there were 528 drop boxes that they knew of that were used by more than 430 communities in the presidential election. That is ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Now, there's a bill being worked on by retiring Republican Senate Kathy Bernier, a former election clerk. This would authorize absentee ballot boxes at municipal clerk offices only, but that really doesn't get rid of the fraud, does it? That really doesn't get rid of the fraud, especially when we have fraudulent clerks. It would allow cities with at least 70,000 people to install up to three additional drop boxes on municipal-owned property other than public parks. Look, folks, I don't know how many times we have to say this. Get rid of them completely. If the legislation, if the, if the, if in during the legislative session, the actual legislate, uh, legislators themselves can actually pass a law where it allows these drop boxes because the judge only did it because under law they're not allowed. The judge can only judge and make rulings off laws. Right now, they're not allowed. We need to make sure Speaker Voss 
and the rest of the rhinos in Wisconsin don't make it allowed. And that's why we got to keep pushing for this stuff. A draft of the legislation was posted on the conservatives, uh, on conservative websites on Sunday before Trump issued his statement. Bernier has drawn fire from some conservatives after she criticized Republicans who were pushing conspiracy theories about the 2020 election and how it was run in Wisconsin. Long story short, folks, Speaker Voss, Speaker Voss, Speaker Voss, Speaker Voss. That's the guy who gives a crap about this other guy, this chairman who doesn't want to push forward the resolution. Who cares? All I can say is you're going to see a decertification from Wisconsin and Arizona before any other state. And once you do that, monkey see, monkey do, courage is contagious, more are going to do it. You watch what happens. Anyway, we got to give a dumb, dumb award of the day. So let's go ahead and give the dumb, dumb award of the day to Jim Steinecke, the representative, rhino representative, who is the chairman of the Wisconsin Rules Committee. Hey, Jim Steinecke, guess what you get? You get the dumb, dumb award of the day, and I get to throw it in that rhino bucket. Jim Steinecke Rob, uh, and Speaker Voss, those two individuals need 10,000 phone calls today. And you know what to do. But be kind. Be kind. Be firm. But be kind. Okay? Now, from one rhino speaker to another uniparty swamp donkey speaker, let's get to Nancy Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi's announcement yesterday, while I was live on the night show, and I'm just now getting to it, that she will run for re-election at the ripe old age of 147 and a half. I'm so happy. We have to make sure that our democracy plays. I can't do a good Nancy Pelosi impersonation, <laughs> but that's that's what I hear. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, I don't want to have to put you through the pain, but here is Nancy Pelosi saying she's running for re-election after she was supposed to retire. I don't get it. It's crazy clown world we're living in. Either way, here is your. Speaker of the House. Hello, it's Nancy. Thank you for the opportunity to share some thoughts with you, our VIPs, our volunteers in politics, in our ongoing engagement for the people. Thank you for being a constant source of new, fresh ideas and political activism to help Democrats deliver and to defend democracy. Thank blah, you blah, 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 Human rights, reproductive justice, LGBTQ equality, respect for immigrants, and care for each other. When people ask me, what are the three most important issues facing the Congress? Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Isn't that the, let me get my cursor on the screen here. Isn't this, isn't this the backdrop for Full House? Whatever happened? (laughs) Isn't this the backdrop for Full House? (laughs) Always say the same thing. Our children, our children, our children. Their health, their education, the housing and economic security of their families, a clean, safe environment in which they can thrive, and a world at peace and where they are all welcome and in which they can reach their fulfillment. That is my why, why I am in Congress for the children. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is my story. You are. This is my song. As you hear me say, when you're in the arena, 
You have to be able to take a punch or throw a punch for the children. What? In terms of health, my first words on the floor of the House were to fight against HIV-AIDS, to fight the disease and discrimination. Working together, we passed the Affordable Care Act, strengthened Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, lower prescription drug prices, and now are fighting COVID. Okay. All right. You know what? This is better. This is better. Not listening to her. You know what's even better? Not seeing her. Um, thank you, Nancy Pelosi. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Look, I want you to run again for Speaker of the House almost as much as I want Hillary Clinton to run again for president because there's going to be nothing greater because I guarantee you this is going to push Donald J. Trump into making the decision that we all want him to make and it's amazing how God works but there's going to be nothing greater than when President Trump looks at you and says you're fired you're fired you're fired and you got to hand that gavel to President Trump Oh, that day, I'm taking that day off. Look, if the day comes where President Trump decides, you know what, I'll be Speaker of the House for the next 100 days, sure. Sure, I'll take 100 days and be Speaker of the House, and then we'll get rid of Kamala and Joe, and I'll be put in the presidency anyway. If President Trump actually does what we want him to do and what, what's very logical that he could do, it's a good chance he could do it. I'm taking that day off. I'm just telling you guys right now. I don't care if it's a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I don't care if it is news day of the year. I'm taking that day off. And I'm celebrating. Because there's going to be nothing greater than after she ripped up that speech behind him like Cruella DeVille. Oh, there'll be nothing greater than when President Trump takes that gavel. Woo! We're going to have a party, folks. We're going to have an online Zoom party that day. How about that? Instead of doing a show... We'll do an online Zoom party and get as many people in as we can <laughs> and just celebrate. Backyard barbecuing, you know what I mean? Have a cigar. Just enjoy the day. Ah, isn't it just too bad? So, yes, thank you, Nancy Pelosi. Thank you so very much for saying that you're going to run again because this is your legacy now, your legacy among Democrats is going to be so destroyed. It's going to be so tainted and just and, and crumbled. You know what? You could have rode out on your little, uh, your little uh, corrupt horse. You could have rode out with your $12,000 ice cream. You could have rolled out with your insider trading. You could have rolled out to Florida, lived in that house that you were going to retire in. But no, you decided that you were going to stay and continue the fight. And, you, and, and, and it's going to be your undoing. Now, ladies and gentlemen, to, on to a more serious note, okay? I'm, I'm so glad that you guys have all stuck with me th- this long. But this is a more serious note. We have new footage of Ashley Babbitt. Last week, late last week, uh, I believe it was Friday or Saturday, new video footage and audio had come out of Ashley Babbitt actually screaming to the people that were in front of her and behind her pushing her to not go. She was trying to prompt them not to go to do that, not to enter those doors. Don't push your way through. Don't break windows. She was actually, you can hear her saying that. She was urging the people in front of her, beside her, and behind her to stop. She was caught in the the middle of basically a stampede. We have new footage now of her actually punching the guy directly in front of her 
who more than likely was either an Antifa operative or an FBI operative. And we have footage of her where we slowed it down, stopped it. You can see her punch this guy literally before she's shot because she's trying to stop them from doing what they're doing. So you're talking about a wrongful death suit for her family, her mother. This is going to be huge for the for for uh, for their case. Let me pull up this video here. It's pretty incredible. Now it goes pretty quick. Okay, it's going to go pretty quick. So just keep your eye on it. Here we go. Look over here, right here. Smashes him right in the face. Look at that. I'm going to play that for you again. Watch again. tell me that that wasn't an Antifa operative. You can't tell me that that wasn't somebody trying to continue to push the narrative and push their way through. Why did they shoot her? Why didn't they shoot him? Why didn't they shoot any of the other people that were up there? Because all the other people were up there were the ones that were smashing through and trying to get through. Ashley Babbitt was not, and we have video proof of it, and this is why Stretch Face Punch Drunk Pelosi does not want to give up that footage, and it could possibly be why she is saying she wants to run again in hopes that she is so popular still among her constituents in the world, which she's not. This is how out of touch these losers are. In hopes that that will be enough to keep the Democrats in charge because she knows what's coming down the pipeline. She knows, and you know it, and I know it. Stop pretending you don't. You know what's coming down the pipeline. This is why Nancy Pelosi said she's going to run again, because that wicked old witch had every intention on retiring. Bought a house in Florida, was setting it up for retirement. Hakeem Jeffries was going to take over for her, or so they thought. The whole plan was in works. Why now? Why now is she saying she's going to run again? We're going to get the rest of that footage that's been scrubbed from the internet and put in the vault of Nancy Pelosi's little office. And when we do... Bad news bears for her and so many other people. Look, folks, we're going to go over today, and I apologize for that, but I I always said that all boats rise here on Live from America, and I want to highlight an America Strong company on the American Strong business directory on jeremyharrell.com, okay? So if you'll just give me a minute. Look, there's 300 businesses, folks. I never dreamed that we would get you know, this many businesses that wanted a part of this. But check this out. Let's go over. American Business, American Strong Business Directory. Okay? Moving Mindset Fitness. Moving Mindset Fitness. Out of um, Dallas, Georgia. 55 East Paulding Drive, Dallas, Georgia. 30132. Let's just go to them. This is their website. As soon as you get on it, look, folks, we all got to get in better health. Every one of us. Me too, especially me. Cookies like me too much. It's not me liking cookies, right? Anyway, check this fitness. Pl- check out this fitness club, Moving Mindset. They are on the America Strong Business page. 
They're obviously dedicated to helping people of all ages, kids, teens, adult boxing, kickboxing, senior self-defense workshop, free first responder Fridays. I mean, what a great company, ladies and gentlemen. We got to show them love. Check them out. Moving Mindset Gym in Dallas, Georgia. God bless you guys, and thank you all very, very much. Let's move on to the next story here. Republicans are considering shutting down the government over the, ma- over the vaccine mandate in, in, in D.C. Here, look, look at that. Okay, let me just call a spade a spade. Republicans aren't going to do squat, okay? I am so sick and tired of hearing Republicans are going to, they're considering shutting down the government. No, they're not. You think Lindsey Graham cares about shutting down the government? You think Mom Jean's Mitt Romney cares about shutting down the government they want, they, that they want to do it to make a stand? You think Mitch McConnell cares about making a stand and shutting down the government? You think Kevin McCoward cares about shutting down the government to, make a, a, to, to take a stand? No, they don't care. They're never going to do this. They're weak. They're weak, weak, weak. But just in case I'm wrong, let's read the story. Republicans consider shutting down the government over the VAX mandate. Several Republicans are considering shutting down the government if the next funding bill includes money for federal COVID-19 vaccine mandates. Okay? Um, A letter was obtained by a growing number of Republicans led by Representative Chip Roy. He's awesome. From Texas, pledging to uh, pull support for government funding legislation that includes language giving funds for government vaccine mandates. The current funding for the federal government will expire mid-February, meaning that Congress will have to pass a continuing resolution or appropriations legislation to keep the lights on. Roy told Fox in a Tuesday statement that he and his colleagues are, quote, going to find out whether the Republicans will, quote, unite or pledge not to fund these mandates. Most Republicans say that the VAX mandates are tyrannical and foolish, but will they unite before government funding expires on February 18th to pledge not to fund enforcement of these mandates? Roy asked. Will at least 10 of the 19 GOP senators who have voted to punt last time now stand up for healthcare workers or not? This is our chance to end the vaccine mandate for healthcare workers, folks. Remember what I said? Remember what I said? When the Supreme Court shot down the vaccine mandate for workplaces of 100 employees or more, but they kept it for healthcare workers, they said, look, this is a big win for us, huge win, but we still have another fight, and that other fight is the healthcare workers. They screwed our healthcare workers over royally. This is how we win. This is all we have to do to give the healthcare workers the same freedoms that are given to them by God to protect those same freedoms given to them by God. I shouldn't have said give, to protect and take that crappy, ridiculous vaccine mandate away from them too. This is how we do it. So if they don't, if they don't stand up now, if Kevin McCower doesn't stand up, if Mitch McChina or any of these other losers don't stand up for this now, You know exactly, not that you don't already know, but you know exactly who's to blame for this. It's not the Democrats, it's the Republicans. Will 10 of the 19 GOP senators punt or will they stand up? I guess we're going to find out. In a letter, Republicans plan to tell House Minority Kevin McCarthy um, and Senate uh, Minority Leader Mitch McConnell that their party is reaching another crossroads 
where they, quote, must once again decide whether they will vote to fund a federal government that is enforcing tyrannical COVID-19 vaccine mandates on the American people or not. The lawmakers plan to take aim at the myriad, myriad municipalities and states that directly benefit from federal funding as a result from the vaccine orders, including Washington, D.C. This is where we fight for our health care workers. And if you if you, Kevin McCarthy or, or Mitch McChina, if either of you two spineless losers don't stand up for these health care workers now, not only will you be out of a job. But your legacy will be destroyed. You will never be respected. You will never be invited on another show ever again of any importance. And you will go down the drain with the rest of the swamp. This is where we take a stand for our healthcare workers. And if we don't, then we do not have the Democrats to blame for this. We have our own party to blame for this. And this is why we got to remove these scumbags because there's no fighting a war if you have people on your side that are working for the other side. Share the video, rumble the video, like the video. I got a couple more things here, folks, and then we're done, okay? We got to go back to Wisconsin for a minute because I have some more breaking news out of Wisconsin, all right? I should have just talked about this while we were with Wisconsin, but I didn't have the story by then, so I have it now. Wisconsin became the latest state to pass a resolution calling for an Article 5 convention of the states. They did this on yesterday making it the 16th state to do so. Wisconsin became the latest state to pass a resolution calling for an Article 5 convention of the states with a goal of proposing amendments to the United States Constitution that would limit the power of the federal government. Can I get an amen? Passed by the same Wisconsin Assembly that we talked about earlier last year, the resolution was approved by the Senate in a 17-16 vote with four rhino Republicans joining all Democrats in opposition. According to the measure, Wisconsin's legislature seeks to call a convention of the states limited to proposing amendments to the Constitution of the United States that impose fiscal restraints on the federal government, limit the power and jurisdiction of the federal government, and limit the terms of office for its officials and for members of Congress. Can I get an amen? Now, this is a long shot. Probably means nothing in the end, but it's a means of something. It shows we're fighting. It shows what the people want, and it shows what can be done if more people decide to get off of their hands and stop sitting on the couch and stop eating Oreos and Twinkies because I like them and I want them all, and just fight. So big shout out to Wisconsin, man. Come to Become a 16th state to do this. Great, great news. I'm very excited about that. And I got one more story and one more uh, award to give away, and it's the Smarty Award. Ladies and gentlemen, let's just cue that Smarty music right now. Let's go ahead and do it. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award for January 26, 2022. Alex Jones. I have never given Alex Jones a either a dumb dumb or a Smarty Award. But today, the great living legend himself, Alex Jones, love him or hate him, the frogs are gay! The frogs are gay! Love him or hate him, he's a fighter, and he gets our Smarty Award of the Day, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Alex Jones appeared before the J6 Unselect Committee yesterday, and he invoked the... (laughs) This is great. He invoked the Fifth Amendment over 100 times during the deposition with the unselect committee. (laughs) What a stud. 
<laughs> what a stud. Look at him. Here he is. There's Alex. Come on. The aliens are coming. Hillary Clinton's an alien. Oh, the frogs are... <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> Oh, he went there and made him look stupid. Alex Jones says he invoked the Fifth Amendment about 100 times during his deposition for the House Unselect Committee as part of their witch hunt over January 6th. The questions were overall pretty reasonable, and I wanted to answer the questions. But at the same time, he said, it's a good thing I didn't because I'm the type of guy that tries to answer things correctly, even if I don't know all the answers. And they can then kind of claim that as perjury, he said. Jones said to, uh, that his lawyer, quote, told me about 100 times during the day or, or t- uh, today during the interrogation uh, on advice of counsel. I am asserting my Fifth Amendment right to remain silent. Uh, can you just imagine? Can you just imagine this? This witch? Ah! Ah! No, no. Say something. Say something so that we can incriminate you. <laughs> I wish I could have seen that. And the media tells you that you're uh, because you're guilty or because you're going to incriminate yourself. But it's also just because it can be used to try to incriminate you and twist something against you. Jones was filmed outside the rally attempting to prevent any violence or illegal activities. And that is true. That is true. He did do that. He did try to stop people from doing that. And they'll never talk about that. They'll never show that. They don't want to show that, folks. That just that just goes to show that uh, real patriots tried to stop people from doing it, while fake patriots ended up being the ones that did it. Look, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to show you because a lot of people have been asking, and I'm sorry to have to do this again, uh, but people need to know because they want to know, so I'm going to tell you. They ask, how do you donate on JeremyHerald.com? How do we become monthly donors again to get you up to that 100%? Well, I'm going to show you how right here. You go to JeremyHerald.com. If you see this ugly mug right here, that's me. Uh, Right here, top of the page, donate. Click donate. It'll bring you to this page right here. There's another ugly picture of me, and right here, click to donate. Now, this might be under this if you're doing it on mobile. And once you click here to donate, it'll take you right here. You do how much you want. If you don't want to do any of these larger numbers, do other. How often do you want it to come out? And then donate. And then it takes your information, and it's all secure by a Christian conservative company called Align Pay. So I'm very blessed to be there, and I'm very blessed for all of you, and thank you so very much for all your kindness. Um, Me and my producer are going to double-team emails and try to get caught up on emails over the next couple days, so just know you might be getting one, and including Instagram messages and other things. So ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it. There are right ways, and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, and keep your chest out and your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Ladies and gentlemen, I will see you tonight, 5 p.m., for more Live from America right here from the Live Free or Die state of New Hampshire. As I say every day, it's an honor to be here. I love you guys. God bless you, and make sure you continue to still support Mike Lindell. He needs financial support now just as any other time, and if you do, use that promo code LFA because it also helps here. God bless you guys. Have a great day, and we'll see you at 5 p.m. Bye-bye. Rebirth of America. Been a long time coming and we all learned something that we won't ever give it up. Long as I'm bleeding, I'ma never stop screaming that we first in America. First place. Black, white, brown, all cities, all towns.